0: Hey, Welcome to this week's episode of Dogs Are Smarter Than People, the bonus episode, which means it's an interview, and it's a usually quirky interview and always quirky podcast where we give life tips and writing tips. And today, I am still Carrie Jones, but also with me is Samantha Spallaci, and Sam, Sam is honestly... One of my scariest interviews I've had because I know Sam in real life and I love her and I don't want her to hate me after this podcast episode. And she's one of my best friends, but she might not know that officially, but, um, it's true. Um, and she knows it now and hopefully she'll stay my BFF, um after this interview, but Sam officially is a research technologist at the Jackson Lab Laboratory in Bar Harbor. She's a member of Kappa Delta Phi, and she has a degree in behavioral sciences. Sam, you there? Hi have, have you already given up on me, Sam? No, no, I'm here. I got
1: a few things already. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my last name, Carrie? What did I say your last name was? Lacy. Yeah. Espelacy. Espelacy? Yes.
0: Are you serious? Have I been, oh my frigging God, have I been
1: saying your last name wrong my whole life? I I don't know. I don't know how often you actually say my last name to me.
0: I don't think I actually ever say your last name to anyone because I just refer to you as Sam. (gasps) Horror. And you know what? I'm like such a jerk that I've been like everyone. Like my last interview was, was with Jose De La Roca. And I was like, how do you say your name? How do you say your name? How do you say your name? I have to get your name right. And then the person that I get the name wrong is the person I knew the best.
1: Yeah. <laughs> There's no worries there. Oh. The only other thing that I heard was that you, while I am part of Kappa Delta Phi um, sorority, it's, Kappa Delta Phi National Affiliated Sorority. Oh, the my gosh. Kappa Delta Phi is for the boys. Oh, really? Yep. Aw. The last time yeah. I checked, I wasn't a boy either. Dang. Did you check recently, though? Have you checked recently? You know, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I today, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can still be my BFF. It's okay. I'm so horrified. How do I not know how to say your last? Oh, you know who
0: else's last name? I don't know how to say. Who's um, Steve Boucher. I'm like, is it Boucher? Is it Boucher? Is it Boucher? Is it Boucher? Is it, Sp-? and I think he's finally schooled me to get it the right way, but, oh, I had a hard know, time.
1: When, when he was my realtor, I could have struggled with his last name also. Oh really? That makes so me feel a little you're not alone.
0: But why is it the people I like the most that I mess up
1: the most with? Is that like a life lesson? Maybe Well, maybe it's just because you're just not used to saying their last names because you just you're a first name basis with them. Yeah, maybe. Or a nickname basis. Do you have
0: friends that you don't even think of with like a name attached? Like you just think of them? And you don't think, oh, that's Carrie, or oh, that's Sam. Like you just—it's like you think
1: their essence versus tagging it with a name. Not so much essence, but I do have friends that are known just by uh, our mostly our sorority and fraternity nicknames. Oh. So part of them as their like nickname, and not even think. And I will have to stop and think what their actual name is. <laughs> That happens. The names aren't bad. They're nicknames like Duck or Brody or Big Daddy, and it's <laughs> funny Sorry. because like you think of those people as their nickname, and then when something comes up and you have to like call them or send them an email, yeah, you scratch your brain to figure out. Wait, who am I looking for again? Yeah, because you don't want to be like
0: sending an email to Big Daddy's work and be like, Hey, Big Daddy
1: you know correct i yeah. want to be professional and give like speak the proper name
0: and yet i have already failed to be professional in this podcast bonus episode
1: cuz i'm sure that you have nicknames for people that you call people that if you call them that <laughs> in public people will look
0: at you funny sam you know i do i do call them that in public <laughs> i have no filter i'm like poor sean so sam knows sean who is my husband and somehow and he is a very tall man with a very cranky resting face but i um but i still and he's not just tall he's like broad and he's like intimidating kind of like he's a big intimidating white man and um and he's very white too in the skin color sense. And um, I, like, will call him Sean K, because I decided he needed a rapper name. I call him Sean Kelly, which is his middle name. And I also call him Shawnee, which is probably not something I should do in public, but does it stop me? So maybe
1: next time I see him, I should call him Shawnee? Yeah. <laughs> you should totally call him Shawnee. And I will totally get that look. From- <laughs> Or he'll just
0: laugh. It depends that on is, his mood. He'll get that look. <laughs> I, like, when he was a cop, I used to go in there and I'd be like, hey, Shawnee, and everybody would die. And now I'm like, oh, that was probably not cool with me. <laughs> that poor man. I used to have nicknames, but I don't have them anymore. How about you, Sam? Do you have nicknames outside of the affiliated sorority? No, just Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder why I lost my nicknames. Did you have them when you were a kid? Like, did you have nicknames and you lost them?
1: I mean, the only, I guess, nickname you would think that I, that I possibly had is my mom would call me Pumpkin. Aww. But I everyone's parent has, like, a pet name for their, their child. <laughs> cool I mean, I, I don't have, like, human children. I have four legged <laughs> children. I don't, they have nicknames. Yeah. And they're adorable, four-legged children, too. They are adorable, four-legged children. I'm, I'm partial to their adorableness. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, you know what? I realize you have a real family
0: because I'm not that clueless. But it also makes... I also was just thinking when I was thinking about your four-legged animals that you, like, create other circles of family. Like, you have your sorority-affiliated family. Um, you have, like... The poker family, because we go play poker. You have, like, your four-legged family. Like, did you realize that you do that? That you've created these circles of, of love and need,
1: maybe? I, I mean, I, knew, I never really thought about them as separate. But at the same time, I didn't know that they were separate. Like, I have one group of friends that I do, like, certain things with. And then other friends that I do other things with. And sometimes I overlap. Most of the time they're still, they're separate, but I love them all the same. <laughs> but you've also like created these
0: communities. And for people who don't know you, Sam, I'm gonna like, just don't listen for a sec, Sam. Like, just like it's normal and we're normally interacting and you're not listening or something Um, because other more interesting things are happening. But. Don't listen right the second, because Sam is like this. Sam is the friend that even if she's your peripheral friend, she's like the friend um, who's gonna come help you. Like, there's no one um I can think of who's more kind and human in the good ways than Sam is. Like you're like, I have fallen down on my stairs, and Sam is like, I'm coming over. You'll be like, no, I can crawl to the hospital, and Sam will be like, I am coming. Over and if somebody has like a sleepover, like a grown-up sleepover party, um, Sam doesn't just make one kind of muffins or one kind of cookies. <laughs> Sam makes like eight thousand kinds of cookies and they're all delicious and she just really chill about it she'll just slide this giant tupperware over and everybody else will be like i made the most amazing blah 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 cookie and tell you a discourse about it but sam is so cool and so chill and so helpful without the glory needs That she'll just be like oh yeah here and you'll be like wait are those like 18 different kinds of muffins and she'll be like yeah i baked this morning and that's it you are amazing. And that's part of why I'm so intrigued by the fact that you give so much and also that you create these circles of family and community that end up loving you and needing you so much. And that wasn't a conscious choice, or it was, Sam. You're supposed to be listening again now, by the way.
1: <laughs> you flatter me, Carrie. You really do. It's true. I'm so picky with friends I, and I love you so much. <laughs> I don't ever think to myself, Oh, I should do this because it's the good thing to do. I just do it. Yeah. Not even, it's not conscious. Wow. Like I like to see people smile. So oh. if there's something I can do that makes them smile, I'll just do it without even thinking, Oh, this will make me look better. Cause uh. I, don't really care about me, <laughs> <opinion. laughs> like I appreciate their opinions, but if it's a like positive or negative or anything, it's not gonna affect how I am gonna be,
0: yeah, you're more like Sean, like you're solid in like in the sense of you know who you are, and if other people aren't super into that, whatever is so their loss, kind of yeah. yeah.
1: And, you know, I'm always changing. I, like, the person that I was two years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, oh, God, I'm getting up there in age. Um, <laughs> not the same person. I'm ever evolving, changing. If I see something within myself I don't like, I attempt to change it or at least modify it. And that's
0: really brave. Like, I think so many people, especially, like, in that world of Instagram and, like, everything. Um like we all try to create like
1: not me obviously because I'm it's impossible for me to create a perfect impression.
0: (laughs) But we all try so hard to like create these like picture perfect filter beautiful like I'm gonna like turn my head up just this way so no one sees my quadrupled chin and my pimple. And hold on let me put filters representations of ourselves right that are so totally false and then there's all this pressure to be perfect. And we start thinking we're supposed to be perfect. And then we get so upset when we're not perfect, but you're just like, this is me.
1: And that's brave and cool and better. Well, you're not gonna see, like I don't outwardly show my insecurities either. Yeah. Cause I do have huge insecurities. Oh, no. Everyone has insecurities. (laughs) It's just they have different ways of showing them. Yeah. So, like, making other people feel better, bringing smiles to their faces, it helps me feel less insecure in some ways. Hmm. That makes sense. And what makes me less insecure
0: is probably just being like, yeah, I'm insecure. You
1: put yourself out there. You just, I would never be able to put myself out there the way you do. Yeah,
0: me, yeah, I don't know. Jerry, uh, yeah. wh- what do I do
1: most times when I see you? Hug me. Hug you and do <laughs> I yell? Uh, The famous Carrie Jones She's really evil I
0: actually don't know why we are friends Because that's so mean That's so mean And then I am a person who actually Prefers to fade into the background Despite what people think of me Um, And I like try to hide every time Like when you ghost
1: me? Yeah, I ghost I ghost pretty hard take off and leave and I'm like wait where Carrie go
0: Yeah, I take off and leave a lot I like fade out I like to fade out
1: clarification you take off and leave when there's group settings yes able to sneak out if we were (laughs) (laughs) one-on-one no but
0: i really i really i don't know what's wrong with me about that but i totally like prefer to ghost in a group setting i think it's par possibly that like i like mm, i'm the youngest in a very big family of very loud extroverts and i um and most people don't know that about me and most of my family is all dead now. So I can talk about them, but, um, like there was never room for me on the couch. Like there was never room for me on the, on like at the kitchen table at my own birthday party. Like I was always like, Hey, go on the floor, sit on the counter, like go against the wall kind of thing. Cause I was the youngest and you had to like give the respect to the oldest people. And so I think that because I was never the center of attention as a child, I'm like, oh, I don't. I shouldn't be the center of attention now that belongs to other people. And I like it when other people are the center of attention and I don't like it when it's me. And so I think that's part of the reason why I ghost in group settings. Cause I'm like, Oh, well, you know, like the hosts are more, they have more important people to talk to right now. I'll just, you know, fade away and send them a thank you note tomorrow. And I don't want to take up other people's time and I don't want to take up the space, which is obviously something I have to
1: work on. Well, maybe subconsciously, I knew that you (laughs) felt that you were not the center of attention. And when I greet you the way I greet you, it brings you to the center of attention and everyone appreciates you always smiles and you may hide your face when I do it, but there's always a smile and Sean gets a good laugh out of it. Sean always laughs about it, man. Like
0: he's like, but yeah, he is, um, I think that's true. I think that when you do that for me, even as much as I cringe, um I think is making me braver like you as an awesome friend are like, I'm gonna make Carrie a tiny bit uncomfortable to help her evolve <laughs> 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 because that's how amazing you are, like you're amazing um. Everyone else, I've been because I don't know them. I like I know you. I've been like, tell me about how you ended up in your career. Was it a straight path to like working at the lab? So hey, I'll ask you, Sam. How did you end up at the lab on um, in Bar Harbor on MDI? Like, was it a straight path from college to here? Was it swervy? Is it what you imagined
1: you would be when you were a little kid? Uh, not so. I don't think I've ever really had a I need to accomplish this, I need to accomplish that type goals. Yeah. So it it's kind of I always grew up thinking that it's expected you finish high school, you go to college, then you get a job. Right. So I went finished high school, I went to college. While in college, I got a summer job in Bar Harbor. <sighs> finished college, relocated to Bar Harbor after college, did said summer job, worked seasonally for many, many years, and then finally realized I needed to be an adult, (laughs) get health insurance, and a full-time job. (laughs) And I wouldn't say, so when I started it, it was just a full-time job for me. Yeah. And now it has blossomed into a career at the lab. Yeah. So I started out in animal care, and I've switched over last year to research, and I am enjoying it. I love it. I do awesome work um, on kidney research with Ron Corstania. Aww. And I wouldn't trade what I'm doing now for anything. Really? Um, If you had asked me five years ago if I thought that I would be in a lab, in a research setting, working on stuff, I would have thought you were crazy. (laughs) If you asked me 10 years ago if I thought I'd be working with mice as my career, I'd tell you you were crazy. (laughs) But I really do enjoy my career now. And I enjoy the group of people that I've met. And... Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> anything did, else you'd like to know? Well, <laughs> when you were little, did you ever dream of being anything like, so I don't I
0: mean, know. a you, horse rider? I
1: think most kids, when they're little, they have ideas of folk they want to be. Yeah, and I wanted so like I think my first grasp was that I wanted to be a vet. Uh, and I don't believe I'm stupid in any way, but you have to be really, really, really smart to be a vet.
0: You are really, really, really smart.
1: And there's a lot more schooling that goes along than just a bachelor's degree. Yeah,
0: you have to be willing to do
1: all I, that schooling. I do know that by the time I was finished with my bachelor's degree that I was burnt out with school. <laughs> you did it, Emily.
0: My daughter, Emily, is <laughs> did her bachelor's degree and she was like, I'm burnt out. But instead of being smart like Sam and going like, I don't know doing fun stuff in Bar Harbor for the summer, she was like, I'll go in the military. That's the opposite of college. Yeah, Gabby (laughs) doesn't agree.
1: I progressed with, okay, that, I mean, that was something that was switched early on. When I started college, I thought maybe I wanted to do something in law. Again, really smart. And (laughs) and way more time than I felt I could dedicate to it. Oh. Being like, this is my life. I don't like it. Yeah. Uh-oh, Gabby.
0: <laughs> Gabby has thoughts about that, Sam. You yeah. know what she's thinking? She's like, Sam, you're so smart. You're smarter than most of the lawyers. I know, is what Gabby is thinking.
1: But I mean, people who choose those career, they have a passion for it.
0: Yes, that's true.
1: So, I mean... I guess being a vet was my childhood, like, that's what I'm going to be when I grow up. Yeah. And I mean, I'm still sort of working with animals, right?
0: You are still sort of working with animals for real. And you, like, take care of your own animals and other people's animals all the time and... Like, you're still surrounded by that, like, nurturing, loving animal aspect of your... Like, you may have evolved, right? Because you're talking about how you've evolved. But there are these little bits of you that are the same. Like, you love animals so much and you still surround yourself with that. You
1: may not be a vet or want to be, but you do. When you got your extra kittens (laughs) I looked at Nate my (laughs) significant other many many years (laughs) and he said if I want more animals I need to trade some in oh he did it with Sean that's what I looked down and I said you know if I really want more animals we'd get more animals (laughs) (laughs) but so I did that is that what you did with Sean he was like don't need any more animals and they just brought home
0: two kittens no no I'm not alpha enough apparently ever because it was like we had this beautiful dog Scotty and Scotty died and I was like you said we lose one we get one and he's like no we lose two we get one I'm like ah that was not the deal and then we lost our cat Lyra and I'm like dude it's two now we have we lost two and he's like oh we're not ready for another one and it's two the same I'm like, what? Two of the same kind of animals? He's like, yeah, yeah, two of the same. I'm like, Oh, you liar. You are such a liar. (laughs) And then, um, Sean and I had a little person and she, her mom had didn't fix their cat. And so therefore, um, there was a lot of cats at their house and kittens. And our little person came to live with us full time and brought a kitten. Um, and some of the other kittens got lost, and um, there was a lot of panicking. And so we ended up with a second kitten. So it had nothing to do with me. It's all the kid. It's all the kid. You should blame the kid. Yeah, or thank her, honestly, is what it is. <laughs>
1: if it was just the power of Carrie, I would have not gotten
0: those kittens.
1: So does that mean that I can get new kittens and just blame the dog? Yes, Excellent. I'm gonna I'm gonna work that with Nate. <laughs> That's the angle I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna say the dog said that, that we're getting more kids. You'd be like Jasper
0: was so lonely.
1: It just was not enough. It's like he he didn't have enough to do. It works. I think the two cats I have now would just own me if I brought more kids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we could pretend. I don't know. I don't know. You have to convince the cats. That's really the hard part. That would be the hard part, convincing yeah, the cats. Yeah, so on this podcast episode, you learned how Carrie cannot manipulate her husband, but Sam can manipulate me. And you learned that Carrie doesn't know how to say the last names of her favorite people in real life. You know, I'm like... I'm so sad. I'm so sorry, Sam uh but is there anything else that you would like to tell us before we hang up and I spiral into a world of depression called I can't believe I messed
1: that up um you're not allowed to spiral into a world of depression you're like <laughs> laughing and being happy <sighs> Just wait did you tell me that I was the alpha so Carrie oh that's true spiral, <laughs> <happy>. <laughs> okay okay (laughs) that's what I'm gonna leave you with happy smiley (laughs) and every time you listen to this you're gonna laugh some more I will actually I will laugh more thank you so
0: much for uh, hanging out with me today Sam and hopefully you won't torment me about this forever um because I'm embarrassed um but I appreciate it and I really appreciate you and I think you deserve all the kittens that you want Honestly.
1: All the kids. Yay! Yay. I appreciate you too, Carrie. I'm so happy you came into my life. Oh,
0: I'm the lucky one. So lucky. Sam, ever evolving and pulling me along with her.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks again, Sam. You're welcome, Carrie, anytime. Thanks for
0: listening to the special interview bonus edition of Dogs Are Smarter Than People with me, Carrie Jones, writer and random human in Maine. Our regular podcasts come out on every Tuesday. Our podcasts can be found everywhere that podcasts can be found, but our notes for a podcast can be found on CarrieJonesBooks.blog. So if you want to hear more about the cool people that I just talked to, or you know click through on their links and show them some love you can go there and find all the episode notes again that's carrie c-a-r-r-i-e jones j-o-n-e-s books dot blog thanks for listening um i hope that our little moment in your life helped make your life a little bit better